Hey man, I am so excited. All right, man, we were talking about how you just came back from vacation. Really quick, I had a question about the, you said you signed papers, right? Yeah. Is it kind of like, um, remember when you travel and then they tell you to hold on to a paper, like you're coming from another country or something, and then they're like, fill this out, please. But then I'm like, I, what am I doing? We never present those papers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it was like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. They printed out all these attestation forms saying we're not COVID positive, and then we just kind of kept them all. And we were just like, <laughs> okay, well, looks like I told myself. Um, but we did have to upload like a negative test to the airline to get our boarding pass. So maybe that was the regulation. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was just kind of like you felt the papers and you're like, okay, don't know what I'm gonna do with these. Yeah. Do you recommend that, man? Do you recommend people before they open up, like take, take some time to yourself? Yeah, it was really, uh, really healthy for us. Uh, we've been kind of running on all cylinders since last March. Um, I mean, even as a startup, um, being an associate working at another practice, kind of taking your laptop with you wherever you go trying to catch meetings after work, meeting with uh, sales reps. I mean, you're just kind of all over the place. And so last week before we left, we probably ordered tons of stuff for the practice. Kind of one night we just kind of cranked all the furniture, the desk. Um, I kind of got all my materials and supplies lined up. So when we could just go on vacation, I could put everything away. I did a little work on Friday, just text messages with my sales reps. Um, but man, it was just so good to get away. Just kind of, kind of realize, man, like you got to give yourself a break every once in a while. And so yeah, we call it our smile moon. And so basically <laughs> we're like three months from, or three weeks from opening. And so, you know, when a baby moon, um, so we're like smile moon, clever, fun. Yeah. So yeah, but it was good just to get away. Is that a thing? Baby moon? I know there's honeymoon. Yeah. It's like, right. I think like right before or a few months before you have the baby, like you go on vacation called the baby moon. Um, oh. And then like a push present, like when you're like, when your wife has a baby, you get her a present for pushing out the baby. I don't know. I don't have any <laughs> I kids. didn't even know that was a thing either. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just speaking on uh, the <laughs> fact of my other friends who have kids. We have a dog. Oh, we, <laughs> you're like, we got a dog. Yeah, we, cool. just, we, we just paid for her. Uh, it's okay. We got plants. So it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, like a step below. But uh, so I was wondering the, the, would that even be enjoyable for the wife or the mom? Because she's like a couple months, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, oh, I'm still pregnant. It's happening. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I know they got a belly and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Next. Whenever we have a kid, I'll let you know if a baby moon's worth it. <laughs> the smile moon was for sure worth it. So, hey, so then when, the decisions you made before you went on vacation, what were they? Uh, so basically what we did is we created a um, to-do list. Well, my wife created a to-do list and kind of put everything down that we needed to order from office furniture to um, wallpaper to mirrors to chandeliers to lights. Um, toilet paper, just kind of the, all the basic stuff we need, um, artwork, um, and office chairs, um, sweatshirts, just kind of all the stuff we wanted. 
And so we just kind of started going through that list and prioritizing it out um, on what we want to order first. A few of the first things were um, my office desk, my office um, chairs, because it's going to be like our consult room. Um, so it's going to be pretty nice looking with some custom wallpaper and then some kind of fun office chairs for the front desk and then some really cool mirrors, some light fixtures we really like, kind of the stuff that we needed to finish off the build. Um, we wanted to get ordered about three to four weeks in advance because you never know with shipping times or what it's gonna look like. So like, for example, we ordered this like massage chair and it was a couple thousand dollars because um, we want to put it in our smile whitening bar. Um, and then we got it and like, I could barely fit in it. So we're like, oh shoot, this isn't gonna work. And I'm like six foot, 180 pounds. So I'm not like a huge guy. Um, yeah. So, so it's like getting stuff in advance so you can send it back and find something that works better. Um, so yeah, we just kind of cranked out all of our ordering. And then I lined up all my materials. I'm using Patterson for my dental supplies. So I kind of met with my sales rep and like give me everything I need for the office. And then I met with my Hugh Freedy instruments, cassettes, got all that squared away, got my endo stuff squared away. And then, um, yeah, so kind of got all my order forms counted for and in the budget. Nice, dude. So then the massage chair, what what was the brand? Or like, how do we know? Like, if I get it and then I'm like, this is the one Mitchell was talking about. Uh, it's called like No House. It looks really cool. N-O-U-H-A-U-S. It looks like a little pod. It's got like speakers into it. Um, like my wife fit perfectly. Um, but it's yeah. just like for how much it was, it was like, I don't know if I can use this on every single patient. And there's some lesser expensive ones on Wayfair that may work a little bit better. They're like 120 bucks. Um, Because one thing we're creating is a whitening bar um, in our little speakeasy hidden room. Um, That's kind of a secret door. You kind of walk into it. And we want to do basically a whitening bar or hire an esthetician to come in and do like brows and just like Botox and just make it like a beauty bar in our back oh, little hidden, hidden space um so yeah so we wanted something cool in that room um, i was just a little bit a little bit tight god how much was the massage chair oh it was like two thousand dang dude for the new house man Jeez. i know i was like i was happy i was happy to send it back like, okay. <laughs> you're like yeah you can you can take this for the 140 yeah compared yeah, yeah. Jeez. On, i know uh, so then the talk to me about the small whitening bar. How do you envision that? I know you right now you kind of like explained a little bit of it, but is it almost all set up already? Or is only new patients gonna go there? Anybody can go there? How many people can fit in there? Yeah, that's a great question. Um so one thing I wanted to do in our practice, we're kinda in a fun area. Um, it's kind of more millennials, kind of people our age, um, than younger families. And so we're in walking distance from a lot of houses and we're right on the hike and bike trails in the middle of Houston. So we wanted to create something where people could come in, get an hour whitening and leave and not have to be in the dental chair, but be in like a comfy massage chair, watching their favorite show in a really cool room. Um, and one thing we really like, um, like speakeasy bars, you know, you like go into a restaurant and there's a hidden door and you like pop through the hidden door go down the stairs and there's like a really old school prohibition era kind of bar 
And oh, that's what those are called? Speakeasy yeah, course? Speakeasy, yeah. Oh. So we're, we're all about them. Um, and so we went up in Austin, Texas. They have tons of them all over. So we kind of hit all the, all the fun spots. And, uh, but the idea was inspired from when we bought our little, our little buggy, a little golf cart. I don't know if y'all been following along, but we bought like a 1950s vintage golf cart. And it's got like three wheels and it's super sweet. But when we bought that, the lady that sold it to us was like, hey, come back and see this. And like, there's this big antique store, it's a big warehouse. And she brought us back to this, like this old cupboard. And like, oh, this is such a cool cupboard. And she was like, oh yeah, it's cool. And then she like walked in there and opened like a secret door inside the cupboard. And we walked into the, this like old school prohibition era speakeasy bar inside of this huge warehouse. And we're like, yes, this is cool. Um, wow. So we wanted to bring that into dentistry, into whitening, into like an, like an exclusive hidden little space that we can do whitening and more kind of more fun um, procedures in. What if you made it into like, okay, follow me here, Mitchell. What oh, if it was oh, like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm, in. I'm, I'm in for big ideas. <laughs> Hear, hear, hear it out first. Okay, so it's like a smile whitening bar. You're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. You know, you get the smile. It's exactly what you said. You push another thing, right? Maybe like a bookshelf or something. You get a, a book that says like, I don't know, craft cocktails. You pull it and then like a whiskey bar oh, dude, opens I mean. up. And then it's a whole nother world. Or is this, how dude. much would that even contribute? Or is that just too much? No, so that's a great idea. We've actually thought about, so the room is probably about 16 feet wide by 10 feet in depth. So it's a pretty big size room. Um, we have room eventually to put three massage chairs in there. So three different whitening bars. Um, so say you do an hour whitening that costs three ninety five. That's pretty profitable um, mm -hmm. if you kind of roll through the chairs. But yes, yeah, so what we saw was like this bar, like a bookshelf, but like folds into like a bar. So you like, pull something and like a bar opens because we don't like present alcohol to the patients but like if you want hey they want a glass of champagne or like after hours you bring like some of your special patients over or some local businesses like hey come like grab a cocktail at my smile bar um so we are going to incorporate that into like a thursday afternoon local wow. business collaboration that's gonna be nice man that's so let me ask you uh the in the small whitening bar there's going to be three massage chairs right mm -hmm. let's say like you're slammed are you, and then four of them want whitening. Are you going to present that to everybody? Like, you know what I mean? Obviously when you see that, see like, oh yeah, you know, they come in and inquire about it. How are you going to, with only three massage chairs? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so what I'll do in open dental, you can make different columns. And so as of now, I have like my Dr. McTeer column, my overflow, then a hygiene column, but it's all blocked out because I'll be doing the hygiene for the first few months. Um, then when the small bar is open and ready, I'll have another bar for each of the chairs. And so we can kind of schedule chair one, chair two, chair three, and they can put in the allotted time. So we know our whitening schedule and, um, say it's their first appointment and it's an hour, book them an hour, and then they kind of know their time. And then if they want like a Thursday afternoon, quick whitening, get a little profi, get some, get some, um, mouthwash and get ready for like a date night or something um we'll kind of have that too but just kind of scheduling it out like you would schedule a dental appointment but in your whitening section got you got you how long do you plan to spend with your new patients uh my new patient appointments are an hour and a half okay good 
What goes on in that hour and a half? And so first steps, uh, they come in, they're greeted by my front desk girl and like, hey, welcome to Smile Dentistry. Love to have you. Um, And then they should have all the new patient paperwork already filled out. And so it's kind of, we have all their information. We make sure their insurance verified. Um, We do checklists every morning to make sure all those things are done. Um, And then once they're good to go, good to go back once the room's ready, um, I kind of walk through the beginning part of our practice. And one thing we're going to do is on the, we have two TVs in the room, one at um, six o'clock and one right above. Um, The one right in front of them is going to say, say the patient's name is Sandra. Hey, Sandra, welcome to Smile. We're lucky to have you or welcome to your appointment. Something very personalized on the TV. And so they walk in and they see in writing their name, welcome to Smile Dentistry. Uh, we'll be with you in just a second, or uh, we'd love to see you smile. Just something fun on the TV. And so then they'll go, they'll sit in their chair. Um, the assistant will come in, get some generic information. How are you doing? Casual conversation. Uh, take all the x-rays. So we'll do four bite wings and take them and get their CT scan um, and kind of get all those going. Take some anterior PAs if we need to. And then... Um, yeah, then I'll pop in. And so initially I'll be doing everything. So period chart, cleaning, treatment planning, I'm getting everything ready. And so that's the time where you really build a connection with the patient and just get to know them, clean their teeth, crack some jokes, um, and lighten the mood. And uh, yeah. after it's all done, say, hey, like this is the treatment like I think we need. And then that's when the front desk comes and presents all the treatment um, to the patient and say, hey, this is what Dr. McTeer said you needed, and uh, do you want to schedule it today if we have time, or we can get you scheduled for another date. And then we give them their new patient little goodie bag that we got custom made from Alibaba, and then they are off on their way. I like, dude. Talk to me about your goodie bag because I I saw it. I th- are you using it as a as an ad or something? Did I see it as an ad? Or I think I saw it like as just your regular post. But it's nice. It's not like you know those Oral B. You know what I'm talking about? Like those hygiene kits. It's, it has a little, like a travel size. They're basically, you can put whatever you want in there. You know what I mean? Like honestly. Yeah, but. yeah that was our goal with it. Cause I mean, I know when I would go to the dentist, they give you a little plastic bag with Colgate and then a little rubber toothbrush. And probably the only thing you keep is a little Colgate toothpaste to sit, put in your travel kit or in your drawer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, what do you want to do with this bag? Throw it away. So we wanted to create a bag that people would actually keep. They could put their makeup in there. They could put their toothbrush in there. They could make a little travel kit um, if they wanted to go with something more durable. So those are kind of, what, what's that material called? It's like a- uh, It's a cloth, right? A cloth type drawstring yeah. bag. And so it's very kind of multi-purpose. And then from that, um, a custom bamboo toothbrush um, that has our, our practice on it. That's pretty fun to use um, that you might actually keep. And then some custom floss that, hopefully encourages them to keep it into floss versus like the floss that's in the little reel and the plastic thing and it's green. Like, oh, this is kind of hideous. I don't want that. Um, So we really wanted to get away from kind of the generic dental branding, make it more custom to our practice. Um, And it's actually been pretty easy to do it with kind of the companies we've worked with. Um, So I'm really happy how it turned out. Um, Like I said in an earlier podcast, it takes like four to six months to get it in. You have to order it like a thousand at a time. Um, so I think, yeah, so that's kind of the only downside of it. It's like not here next week. Um, yeah. Which, 
which companies did you work with to get this done and, and how much did it cost you initially? Uh, we worked with a company called Alibaba. And so it's kind of like the Amazon um, in China. And mm-hmm. um, the hardest part is finding supplier, like finding different sources because you kind of. So that's what them. I meant. Like who, who was the suppliers? Do you know? Oh, they just have names. It's like, uh, oh. Oh. I actually don't know technically who they are um but we just kind of <laughs> yeah. we just kind of worked with people they sent us samples sent us kind of mock-up drawings and we said we really like this um and then we ordered it through the alibaba website and so say step one you go to alibaba.com we say i want custom toothbrushes bamboo you kind of find the style you want and then kind of find the different vendors pick one you like and start working with them to kind of craft something that is customized to your practice Gotcha, gotcha. And then continue, you you go and go. And if anybody has questions, like listening, they can always, like if they wanted to know, they can reach out to you? Yeah, feel free to reach out to me. Some of our vendors are more proprietary information, kind of keeping them within the practice, but there are some that I can share. Why you got to do that, Mitchell, man? Just Oh, you know, got to protect the brand, but <laughs> you, know. you can find them all on Alibaba. Uh, they all make the same thing. Yeah, so. this is cool. How much was everything? It's like $2,500 for oh, okay. basically, a, I think we got like a thousand um, or 500 or a thousand of those cloth bags and then the floss, the toothbrush, um, yeah. the, the enamel pins that are a smiley face that have a card with them. Um, and so that I think our patient goodie bags are like maybe $2 a piece, like maybe two and a half to get all custom. So it's a pretty good deal. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so then you were doing all this. This is like what was on, I mean, minus the hygiene kits really, but like before you went on vacation, you made this whole to-do list to get all the stuff in. Do you feel since you're like, man, I'm about to be on vacation. I don't want to think about any of this for like a little, I mean, I think you were still probably thinking of it here and there, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to deal with as much of it as possible. Do you feel like your decision-making was like a lot more like, let's just go with it. Let's run with it. Oh, well, you know what I mean? With it, when it came to like mirrors and light fixtures instead of like. Yeah, no, that's a great point. So like um, there comes a time when like you just have a ton of decisions to make and you're like, hey, like sometimes you just got to order, order, order um, instead of like, let's wait it and see. I'm very kind of like um, picky about the budget. Like, hey, let's not do this yet. Let's do this. Um, Cause I want to try to free up as much in the budget as possible. But sometimes like, when you're about to open, you just got to order all the stuff you want. And um, it's like, oh, man, that's a lot. Um, but to open a dental practice, it takes a lot of capital investment to get all the supplies, get all the extraction forceps, kind of get everything you want. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of like ripping off the Band-Aid. Once you start, you just keep going. Uh, who'd you go with for, like, office desks and your chairs? Uh, most of the stuff is off Wayfair. Oh, nice. And so Wayfair has been really good. Article um, is a really good site that has um, some really nice home decor. Um, we're trying to make the office kind of feel like our house. <laughs> so like, we have very similar styles, like accents, wood floors. So really kind of a cool atmosphere to make it feel more like a homey vibe than like a sterile dental practice. Um, yeah. So yeah, we kind of went to like a lot of home decor websites and one little hack that I found on Wayfair is that when you order from Wayfair and say you like the product, but some of the stuff we wanted to return. And so we like went to return it. And then when we got to the return section, it says, hey, keep the item and we'll give you like 
20% back. So basically you save 20% um, and you get to keep the item on some, some selection. So it's like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to try that on everything. Return, 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 <laughs> even though I want to keep it. And hopefully I get 20% back. Um, so, oh, man. Some, hey. items, some items that didn't work on like my $1,000 barn doors. So they're like, okay, we'll take this back. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. God, crap. Worth a try, you know, save 50 bucks, 100 bucks every once in a while. So, uh, did you really do that? Yeah, a lot of them or no? Yeah, I've done it on every single one of them to see like what what they're at. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're on to me yet, but <laughs> we'll see. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's a that's a cool hack. So that you're you're doing this with you're getting mainly everything from Wayfair, then, right? Yeah, Wayfair article uh, lights from like whylighting.com. So kind of the various websites. Uh, my mother-in-law, um, she listens to all of our podcasts, and so she is super awesome interior designer and so she has kind of picked up most of the things on a design board and so we kind of go to our design board online and she links everything and then we kind of find what we want and uh we order it from there so if you know someone in interior design that can make a design board for you that is incredibly helpful because just googling office desk you're like so many options um yeah. Having one that fits your space and fits your style is incredibly important. So a big shout out to her because she has totally redesigned the way the practice is going to look. And so that's if you, cool. So if you know anybody, just like maybe reach out to um, anyone in, in design because they can make these amazing design boards and kind of see how each room is going to flow together. Um, Would your so mother-in-law, what's your name? Her name's Karen. Karen. But we call her. We call her Ren. Ren. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Karen's haven't been uh, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Karen's. Karen isn't the name of twenty twenty one or twenty two. Yeah. But uh, so. this is what it is. Karen's cool. Ren. Ren is cool. So then, would she do this for people? Like, like, let's just say somebody listened to this episode and then they're like, a design board. That sounds amazing. Because I've really never heard of that until right now, which sounds amazing. So it's like, could she? Be like, hey, can you maybe help us with design board? Or it has to be only in Houston? Uh, I mean, I can talk to her. We can start a little dental design business. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, she's awesome. So uh, if you ever, I can talk to her and see what, see what she says. That's cool, man. That's cool that uh, she's doing that. So then have you started already hiring team members? Yeah. So I have my uh, front desk girl. Um, she is ready to go. And uh we found her through social media and she's kind of reached out. Um, and then we have our, um, my assistant ready to go. And I have a high, couple of hygienists that kind of are ready whenever we get up to that point. And um, so, yeah, we got a really good uh, a team, team building. So um, how, how did you find them to be a part of the team? Like how, not, how did you find them, but like how, what was your interview process? Like where you're like, we vibe. This is a good fit. You know, it was super casual. Um, I just was like, hey, Thursday afternoon, you want to go get dinner at this cool place in the Heights and uh, see if we connect? And um, and yeah. And so um, we just kind of get to know him. We've had some people that um, we've interviewed that we love and that our practice isn't ready yet for them. But um, as we continue to grow, we kind of have more connections to hire from. Because um, I'm big on hiring a team that you want to value and you want to pour into. And um, just kind of just having a conversation initially, like the biggest thing in dentistry um, 
that I feel like thinness can be lacking on is like saying all the technical terms to a patient and they're like, I don't know what you're saying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, post like, Hey, let's just have a conversation, get to know each other, see, see how your day is going. I'll speak in very layman's terms about um, the procedure and we'll go from there. So just having a, a casual conversation is one of my biggest attributes um, in terms of hiring someone. Can you just talk to me for five to 10 minutes about whatever and then we go into hey what's your experience do you know anything about dental insurance dental software treatment planning um if they can do that that's just a bonus got you have you were these your first interviewees or first people or were you going through some people and you're like they're not a good fit and why uh i kind of only pick people that um i kind of they reached out to me i was like hey that that takes boldness just to reach out and say hey like I love to work for your practice. And so um, I kind of took that as like, they reached out, they took the first step. Let me take another step and set up a meeting and get together and just kind of see if we see if we vibe. So, yeah. Um, what, what would be a, a no for you? Like if someone's wanting to work with you, they reached out, cool. But then you went on the interview and you're like, it, it, no. Mm. Well, one, if my wife didn't like him, I would say. Oh, your wife was there with, it, with you? Oh yeah, we interviewed together. And so, oh. and so she kind of, also, she's like, I don't really like this person, him or her. Like, that'd be okay. Uh, we don't need to hire them. So just kind of always respecting um, your office culture. And then me too, if they like, just can't hold like a conversation, then that's kind of a big note. Or if, or if it's like really awkward, like, oh, oh, hey, yeah. hey, what's up? How's your uh, coffee? Um, you know? <laughs> If it's just like you yeah. feel like you're in a bug's life and there's just crickets all around you. I know. Dude, that's just horrible. Like for anybody, you're at a party or anything where you're just like, hey, how's your yeah. day? Good. Yeah. And you're like, like okay. oh, there's a, big, there's a big door shut in my face. Yeah. Um, it's it's, a, uh, it's weird. But, but I haven't had any of those yet. Um, I've kind of gotten to know people via email um, or just kind of getting a vibe from someone before you meet and saying, hey. So. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't had that conversation of like, what's going on? How's the weather today? Yeah, they're like, good, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, dude, I hate those type of conversations. Like me doing this for like a living, speaking to people, you know what I mean? Like that's like probably the worst thing ever when they're, I'm like, hey, so how's production? Good. I'm like, okay. Yeah. goes the end of that. <laughs> but um, so do you have an employee manual for everybody? Uh, I do. And so I kind of pieced it together from previous offices I've worked with and you did it yourself? Yeah, yeah it's kind of a couple of friends that sent me theirs and I kind of read it and then um, I kind of change what I want and make it make it my own. So Nice, dude. So you had them, the ones who are, are officially a part of your team now, you've had them read the manual already and then what other trainings do you, have they done so far? Uh, to be honest, we have done none of that. And so... Uh, <laughs> I'm just, we're kind of all on board and then probably next week. And so my last day as an associate is this Thursday. Oh man. Then I'm full time into getting onboarding going. So next week I'll probably send out all the documents and say, Hey, read this this week. Let's meet on Friday and kind of see if you have any questions. Um, We have an employee handbook and we have like a patient experience model that kind of walks through how we want each step of the patient experience to be when you come through smile. So everyone's kind of, on the same page because if you don't set expectations you're never going to know where your standards are and so um, this kind of so everyone knows 
Susan comes to the practice and this is what she's gonna expect, A to Z, and then she leaves. So every patient gets that standard same experience. Gotcha, so everybody's gonna go in, do the employee manual handbook, right? And then the patient experience mm-hmm. uh, training, I guess, right? Like before, yes. yeah. before they kind of do everything. So when we're, do you... going to, we're going to do a soft opening. Uh-huh. So um, that's when we're going to have like friends and family that just like we really trust and really like uh, kind of the practice for basically simulation appointments where we go A to Z um, from walking to the door to walking out as if they were a patient we didn't know. And so I have about four to five people scheduled for the week of April 5th that we're going to do our soft opening with. And then at the end of it, like, hey, what was your advice? Any critiques? Anything feel awkward? Anything feel like, um, and I tell them, don't hold back. Tell me, like, exactly what, how you felt. Because um, that's when you're going to have your more, most organic comments from people you know are like, hey, that was kind of weird when, like, you did that. Or, like, I didn't like how I had to go from this room to this room and back to this room. So um, just good examples of things they could say. But, um, yeah, so soft opening and starting on the week of April 5th. Got you, man. Got you. So then throughout this whole, I guess, week, even including like the, the vacation and everything like that, what's been like one of the biggest headaches that you've had oh, to deal man. with this week? So, yeah, so we, um, like we talked about, I think with Ashley, um, Houston froze like in a month ago. And so basically the whole city shut down and indirectly that caused all of my, my woodwork to be delayed two weeks. And so um, we were on schedule to have the, the build-out should have been done by now. Um, so everything got pushed back a couple weeks. And so with that, I have to reschedule about 20 patients I have scheduled um, for the first week and push them back a week. Um, so that's not been very like convenient. Um, but at the same time, it's a great opportunity for you to kind of reach out and talk to them like, hey, this is Dr. McTeer at Smile Dentistry. Like, um, we're kind of delayed a week for opening due to the freeze. Um, we'd love to get you rescheduled. This is a little bit about our practice. I see you're scheduled for April 6th. Um, how does the week after the 13th work at 8 a.m.? And just giving multiple options and just connecting with the patient. Uh, so it's a really cool opportunity. And I would say, if you are doing a startup, don't have your like front desk call or your assistant call. Like you personally call and introduce yourself. Like, hey, welcome. We can't wait to see you. Um, it's a really cool way that you can connect with future patients um, when you're doing something that's kind of inconvenient by rescheduling their appointment. So you recommend we call them instead of like send an email newsletter? Oh, yeah. Definitely call them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, actually, I think that would be a little bit easier too, like on, on your end, because like all of Texas, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, this, as you know, what happened, you know, and then they, they understand too. They're like, yeah, you know what? This happened to us too. So I think that would be easier to yeah. reschedule. Did you lose anybody? Or no. Uh, no one's yet. Everyone's been like, okay, cool. Like I'll, I'll come the week after or give me another date. And, uh, but I would say in general, like rescheduling patients, it's always good to call them um, just because a personal call is better than a, a automated text messaging service that goes, hey, sorry, we rescheduled your appointment without asking you. Um, <laughs> so just kind of a, a good gesture to be like, I don't know if I would like scheduled my dog to go to the vet and they sent me a text the day before like hey sorry we push your appointment back to next week i probably wouldn't come back um yeah so just kind of the convenience um of connecting with someone 
over the phone is really a, really kind of a lost art in the society we live. So. Yeah, it's kind of like less and less. Like, you know how you're texting somebody and then they just call you and you're like, oh my God, that's what I don't want. I don't want to talk on the phone right now. You know, Dude, I, I'm that person. I'm like, I'm texting you and I'm like tired of texting. And I don't, I don't like like voice messages, you know, like the audio messages, like you record oh, yeah. on your phone, then you try to listen to them and like put them up to your ear and then they go away and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I listen to this? <laughs> so I, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to call you. Then, but then I don't leave voice messages. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't leave voice messages. I'm just a straight millennial, you know. I know, we're like the set apart and then he didn't leave a voice bell. So, but, um, okay, man, that's awesome. Really quick. I know we never asked, but what kind of dog do you have? I have a golden retriever. Oh, okay, cool. So she is. She was officially our first employee. She's technically our chief happiness officer, our CHO. Um, and yeah. Are you utilizing? Is is, is the dog going to be like in the practice and stuff? Or uh, she's too hairy to be in the practice. Like she sheds everywhere. But I get marketing events like the one I did with all the roses on Valentine's Day. I brought her out, and she was like a huge icebreaker to get to know people. They're like, "Oh, I love your dog. Can I pet your dog?" And they go, oh, yeah, I'm a dentist. We're open right down the street. Here's a rose. Um, we'd love for you to, to come, come visit us when we open. It's just a, it's an easy way to break the ice between two people who don't know each other because everyone wants to pet your dog if they love dogs. Some people don't love dogs, so it's not for everybody. Um, but I probably yeah. have 50 to 60 people come up to me like, oh, my gosh, let me pet your pop. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but I, what's your name? I don't know. Oh, my God, that's so cool. So, like, honestly, if you think about it, like, I mean, I don't mean to like shade on or, or, or bad mouth, like, like pit bulls or anything. But if you were to see a golden retriever over a pit bull, you'd be like, oh, let me go pet that. Yeah, you know it's, what a, mean? It's, a, it's a very friendly dog. Like very like, let me pet me, pet me. I just want to love you. So yeah, um, that's very, good. Very open. That's really good marketing. All right, man. And then so one of the last questions is what has been your favorite resource this week? Ooh, I don't know if I've talked about this one before. So one thing I personally do not like is writing captions for like Instagram posts, Facebook, anything like that. I'm just like, I'm not the best like writer. Um, I always have typos. My wife always catches them. I'm like, hey, you saw that post? There's like 10 typos. I'm like, oh, thanks, I'll fix them. Um, <laughs> and so this website is called copy.ai. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like a system like an automated system that you can use and type say like i want to do a caption like welcome to our practice we're opening in just a few months and kind of put all the information i want in there and say create captions and then it just creates all these captions like paragraphs that like sources from the internet then you have tons of captions that are really professionally written um and then you take those and you put them all like a Google doc labeled captions under different categories and you have like tons of captions for, for a long time. So Hmm. yeah, it's crazy. crazy good. This is, so you're already writing the caption, but now you're just putting it into a software where it kind of like, yeah, I think it's like a, like a um, AI software that goes basically scours the internet and picks things that are very similar and then throws them all together. And some of them are like, wow, that sounds really good. I want to use that. Um, so it's just a really cool way to like basically read captions based on one caption you posted and saying, oh, this is a good way to write that. Oh, I never thought about it this way. Um, so I'm a big fan of it. Um, the only caveat is it does cost money, but there's a way around it. Um, 
always. There's always like a way. There, there. Yeah. There's always a way. And so, um, <laughs> so this will be my last hack. So basically, <laughs> there's like a free seven-day trial. Um, and so what you do, you put in your initial email, you get the seven-day trial. Um, and I would say when you do it, like um, pick all the topics you want, like FOSS, toothpaste, welcoming, this is our practice, get to know us. And just kind of, because you can do unlimited and sign it, kind of put them all together. And then when your seven-day trial's up, you're like, okay, now pay $30 a month for the service. You're like, no. If you host your email to like GoDaddy, you can create a bunch of aliases that go to <laughs> one email. And then you can get free seven-day trials all the time. And then just crank it out for a few days, be done with it. Crank it out for a few days, be done with it. So that's a, you, that's a, that's a go. good idea, actually. That's not a, you know what I mean? I know. I've got like hundreds of captions and I haven't paid their $30 fee. Um, so <laughs> You're like, so we're going to keep it going as long as we, we yeah, can. I'm going to keep creating aliases and keep, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sign up for free accounts. Um, that's but, awesome, yeah. man. That's good. That's a good hack. I like this. I like these hacks, man. Cool. So then what's, what's next? Uh, what is next? So we have kind of some big steps coming up. Um, all of our millwork and all of our finishes in the practice um, are starting uh, tomorrow and Thursday. So basically we get all the cabinets, all the custom woodworking that we had done outside the practice. That's going to be kind of like our statement pieces. So all that starting tomorrow and Thursday. And then um, after that's in, all my chairs, all my equipment can go in. And then all of our countertops and all of our Cambria quartz stone tops can go in. Um, and then we'll be pretty much ready to rock and roll. And then our IT comes in, installs all the IT, and then we're open for business. So we've got a few uh, few last steps, but everything's like, it's like almost like a, a dam's about to burst open like with the water behind it. That's kind of how I feel with all this, like the delay with the freeze. We have like all this stuff ready and we're just ready for it to be unleashed. And so that's kind of what the next week or two will be like. So it'd be kind of crazy. But Man, that's going to be exciting. So next time, next time you guys hear Mitchell will probably be like on the brink or he is already on the brink, but like on the super duper brink of opening, man. So awesome. So awesome. with that being said, man, where can people reach out to you if they have any questions or concerns? Uh, reach out to me. Probably the easiest way is through Instagram um, at Dr. McTier, D-R period M-A-C-T-I-E-R, or at Smile Dentistry. I'm either one. I kind of manage both. Um, so that's probably the easiest way to connect with me. And uh, if you have any questions, just let me know. Awesome. So guys, that's all going to be in the show notes below. Definitely follow along in his journey and his Instagram stories. Reach out to him. And then talk to Mitchell if you have any questions or concerns. And then, yeah, man, I appreciate your time. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Awesome. This is the making of Smile Dentistry.